morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Wherever you are in your day, thank you for spending this time with me. Welcome to Detour Insights, where together we'll embark on a journey of self-discovery and growth. I'm your host, Angie Childers. Let's get going. Focus on the moments, the whispers, the incidental laughs, a special look from a loved one, the smell of a newborn baby, the wisdom of a child, the light coming through a window, the smell of your coffee, the voice of your spouse before voices of children enter the picture, and the quietness of the early morning and the colors of a sunset, taking a walk with your senior dog, the purr of your senior cat, the laughter of a teen child, a time of rest between jobs, a long embrace with a friend, long road trips and midday naps. Every second in our day is creating a new opportunity to appreciate the little things. And if we aren't careful, we'll realize too late that those were actually the big things. Good chilly morning, at least where I'm at. However, if you live in the upstate of South Carolina, where I do, and are listening in the afternoon, then maybe it's a good warm afternoon. The weather can't seem to make up its mind here lately. Yesterday morning, I think we started in the 40s and somehow made it into being in the 80s as a high. I'm still waiting to see if I'm going to be wearing a sweater or a tank top to Friendsgiving this weekend. And I do want to apologize in advance. If you hear any sniffling and any sniffling and like clearing my throat or coughing tends to sound really weird um, when it's recorded with this equipment, I'm still learning how to finagle all the little um, nuances of this program and the the details of how to make it sound better. So bear with me. I don't always catch it when I go back and listen to be able to edit it and fix it. Um, So if you hear a weird noise, it's probably just my allergies. So, okay. So for the month of November, I have chosen to kind of center our discussions around gratitude. I almost didn't do this because It's kind of cliche, November, Thanksgiving, gratitude, being thankful. You always see the Facebook posts that start up, you know, let's say every day, you know, something we're thankful for. And those are all great things. And then my first thought was, you know, to kind of rebel against that. Like, it shouldn't be that we only think about or talk about gratitude in November. This, This shouldn't be just a November topic. And it shouldn't be. But that also doesn't mean that we can't talk about it during the month of November as well as the other 11 months of the year. Plus, there's been certain things in my life um, recently that have kind of had me focusing on where I need to express more appreciation in my everyday life. So bottom line is, we're talking about gratitude. And Absolutely, I will find, I am sure, other times of the year to also talk about gratitude and appreciation. But for this month, that's what we're kind of focusing on. So last week, I think I touched on about three different challenges that we tend to face when we start trying to focus on gratitude. 
I want to dive a little more into a couple of those and maybe really expand on them. Um, a couple new ones, not the ones we talked about last week. So a couple new new challenges. So first, let's talk about the comparison game. I just want to kind of give, I guess, a little example from my own personal experience of when I kind of dealt with this. And it's, it wasn't a one and done. I deal with the comparison game just like everybody else. You know, whether it's seeing posts on Facebook that we start comparing our lives to and comparing ourselves to or, you know, a coworker or a friend. So one experience that came to mind when thinking about this was back when I was getting my associate's degree. I had been out of school at that point, um, you know, graduated from high school about 14 years prior. And most of those 14 years I had spent as a stay-at-home mom. So making the decision to go back to school to get my degrees was a huge deal. This was a very personal journey for me, and I wanted to keep the focus on just that, it being a personal journey that had nothing to do with being as good or better than the student next to me. I worked really hard to keep my focus narrowed on my own personal path and my own personal growth. I wanted to focus on being better each day than who I was the day before. I felt like I was doing a pretty good job of that, and it was probably several semesters in when another woman about my age was in one of my classes. She and I got to know each other. I wouldn't say that we necessarily became good friends, but she was an acquaintance that I got to know probably a little more, a little better than some of the other classmates. However, I, after a while, I started to notice that she was kind of in this mode of competition and it wasn't competition with herself, but it was with everyone else around her. If you were doing it, she wanted to do it and do it better. And she would also go above and beyond in trying to get the attention of the professors. And just something in her just seemed to need to be in that spotlight. I caught myself being pulled into what I can only describe as like this magnetic field around her. Even though I really didn't have a deep desire to compete with her, the more I was around her, I caught myself having competitive thoughts and feeling even more inadequate around her. So I had to put some distance in my interactions with her and really start asking myself, why was this becoming a thing? I had been completely content with only competing with myself, feeling proud of my accomplishments, and excelling. Excelling. I kind of sound like I said exhaling. I'm sure I was exhaling during that time. But excelling, nothing in my own personal journey had changed. But now all of a sudden, I started feeling inadequate, being pulled into this magnetic force of this competitive field around her. It was a bit of a struggle to get my mind refocused. I had to start maintaining a healthy distance once I recognized that I was being sucked in. And another thing I started doing was being happy for her 
and her accomplishments and expressing that to her. So even though I may have still kind of been in a place of feeling a little bit of insecurity around her and I was working on that, I recognized that by outwardly expressing support and encouragement to her, it was like I was rewiring my brain to no longer feel that I had to compete with her. It basically released this hold of inadequacy that I was feeling, and it replaced it with well wishes for her and her journey. It was like it broke the pull of her magnetic field, and I was able to regain my focus on my own journey. So let's talk about something real for a second. Let's say that you have found yourself in a situation where you're being pulled into a magnetic field of competition. Or maybe you're the one that has created this magnetic field of competition. Maybe you're the one that feels the need to compete with others or compare yourself in order to feel more adequate or valuable. So y'all know I love metaphors. I love stories. I love finding creative um, thought patterns and ways of, you know, expanding on my ideas and my concepts. So I want to see if I can expand on this one through a metaphor. I love trees. I love nature. So I've decided to incorporate that. So here we go. I want you to imagine this lush, beautiful, vibrant forest. In this forest, there are two unique trees, oak and willow. Oak was tall and strong and its branches reaching for the sky, while willow had graceful bending boughs that would sway gently in the breezes. They were inseparable friends rooted side by side. Over time, willow started feeling inferior around her friend Oak. She would think about how tall and strong Oak was. She was envious that birds felt safe enough to make their home in Oak's branches. Matters of fact, many animals made their homes in Oak's branches. Oak was a protector, and his sturdiness provided a sense of safety and loyalty. Willow never had animals making home in her branches. She would sway with gentle breezes and couldn't provide sturdy shelter in more dangerous weather. She began to question her value and her purpose. She found she was focusing on what she now thought she wished she had but would never possess. Then one very hot sunny day, several animals gathered from the forest under Willow. They were seeking shade and comfort from the hot sun, and they found it beneath the flowing branches of willow. Then several days later, a young girl walking through the forest walked right past the tall, sturdy oak and settled down with a book leaning against willow. The young girl stayed for hours and seemed so at peace. As Willow found herself changing her focus from what she did not possess to what she did and what she had to offer the world, she began regaining her sense of purpose. 
And she realized that it wasn't a matter of who was more valuable, rather that each tree offered something unique and irreplaceable to the forest. Oak provided strength and safety, while willow offered flexibility and tranquility. Both were indispensable in their own ways. Willow's value never changed. She just lost focus on her own journey, and that caused her mind to only think about who she wasn't. When she refocused on who she was, her own value and and purpose became clear. Our value is not determined by how we compare to others, but the unique qualities and contributions that we bring to the world. Just as Oak and Willow were both invaluable in their own right, each of us has a distinct journey and purpose that should be celebrated and appreciated for what it is. So before we move on to the next challenge to talk about, I just want you to take the time to to think about that story and how it may have significance in your own life. Where are you comparing yourself to the others around you um, or where are others around you doing that when you're kind of being pulled into that competition mode and just take time to stop thinking about who they are and in comparison to that maybe not being who you are. But who are you? Who who are you if you stop thinking about what you're not, what you might not be bringing to the table? What are you bringing to the table? Because I guarantee you that it is just as valuable as what everybody around you is bringing to the table. We all bring unique, great, wonderful things to the table. And without each of us having those unique things, the world just wouldn't have everything it needs. You you literally have something to offer that the world needs. And it's about focusing on that, finding the appreciation for that, and building on that. And you find your purpose. Okay, so moving right along, the next challenge I wanted to touch on is actually something that came up in a conversation with a friend yesterday. So him and his wife recently had their third child, and they are in absolute heaven right now with everything that comes along with having a new baby. But he commented that he wished he had recognized more what an opportunity he had to spend more quality time with his boys when he had it before the new baby came along. Which got me to thinking about how most of the time, no matter how hard we try, we usually just don't fully appreciate what we have until we no longer have it. It's one of life's frustrating, crazy ironies, I guess. We try to learn and focus on living life to its absolute fullest, but don't recognize all the ways that we can do that until the ability to do it has come and gone. We don't recognize the value of our child, our adult child, living just 30 minutes away until they're living over 2,000 miles away. We don't appreciate the quietness of an early morning until we're working a second or third shift job where we never get to really have time to, to see the early morning. 
We don't appreciate the relationship with a spouse until there are little ones competing for that attention. We don't appreciate the 70-pound dog that wants to sit in our lap until the day we have to say goodbye. Even if the issue is just falling into a mode of routine or a lack of awareness to those little moments, the busyness of trying to get ready for work in the morning, we forget to appreciate the smell of good coffee. The vacation where we sleep in every morning and never take in the stillness and quietness of a sunrise. The mundane of a long drive and a missed opportunity for conversations, or even a road trip concert. There are so many opportunities in our lives to have gratitude, to appreciate something that we take for granted due to just not being more intentionally aware. When I work out and do my exercises on the days that I'm tired and just not motivated, I have to remind myself that at any moment, my ability to exercise could be taken from me. I may have no control over whether tomorrow could bring an illness or an injury that restricts me. But today, I get to show appreciation that my body can do hard things by doing the hard things. So where are those opportunities in your own life for gratitude and appreciation that you may be missing on a daily basis? So I'm going to do something that is, I would assume, not done very often on a podcast episode. I'm going to stop talking for one whole minute. I'm going to stop talking and choose to just be present in the moment with my thoughts. I'm going to be present in thinking about the areas in my life where I need to be more present every single day, or maybe find time to be more present with someone. So I invite you to take this minute and see where your thoughts take you. Where do you need to be more present? Pay attention to how it feels to sit for one whole minute in silence with only your thoughts. Now, I really want you to do this. Find a quiet place. If you're driving or do some other activity, put that activity on hold for a minute if you can, or wait until you can come back and do this exercise. But do this. So let's sit in silence with ourselves, starting now.
So how did that feel? Was that uncomfortable for you as it was for me? (laughs) Not only, and I'll probably have to do this exercise again on my own at some point because I literally, you know, I could have stopped it, you know, with an editing program and started back recording a minute later, but I let it run for a minute and watch the clock. And so it was not only uncomfortable, is it not only uncomfortable, you know, just sitting with your thoughts and and being willing to uh, be accepting of whatever thoughts come, but as, you know, a host of a podcast being like, oh my gosh, I'm just letting this be quiet for a minute. What, you know, this is the strangest feeling. But it's important to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Was it hard to sit still for that long? I know, you know I'm ADD. Sitting still can be a challenge for me. One minute doesn't sound like a very long time until we use it to just sit still with ourselves, sit in silence with your own thoughts. But what come to mind? Where do you need to implement more gratitude? Where do you need to refocus your journey to appreciate your own value and who in your life or what in your life are you taking for granted? Now I want you to do the important part, which is choose to do something about it. Over the next week, choose that quality time with your child. Choose to get up and enjoy the quietness of a morning. Pay attention to the smell of your coffee. Take that walk with your dog. Call your adult child and just chat. Hug that friend a little tighter. And in appreciating yourself, think about where you once were and appreciate Appreciate how far you've come. I think today gave us a lot to think about. And over the next couple episodes, we will dive even more into gratitude and what that looks like in our day to day. I also want to share with you that this past week, I had an opportunity to be a guest on a fellow life coacher's podcast. She too worked in vet med and now specializes in coaching those in vet med on various topics, but she especially specializes in compassion fatigue. And in talking about appreciation, I so very much appreciate the work that she does and the difference that she makes. I also appreciated the opportunity to be a guest on her podcast. And if you would like to check out that episode, you can find it on her podcast podcast, Rekindling, on Spotify. Her name is Julie Squires. I invite you to look her up. She is awesome. And as always, I love to hear from you. There is a place below this podcast where you can leave me a note on what you thought about today. What is it you appreciate? What is it you're going to choose to appreciate more? Okay, beautiful people. I want to make sure that I remind you before we go how absolutely, truly valuable you are. You are the only you. 
and you are beautifully unique. Find gratitude for who you are and what you give back to the world. Practice sitting with yourself more often in silence and with your thoughts. But if you ever need someone to sit with you, I'll be right here. 